on this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I rage against the unicorn years. Join us. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, the notorious Rob Hahn, and as always with me, the fabulous Fab Robertson. <laughs> it's what, redundant what is going on the camera. I don't too? like. I, I don't like. Um, Do I stand like that? Up? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Is that better. No lower. Uh, yeah, there we oh, go. Not that it matters for an audio podcast, but we do have YouTube channels and notes here. We got some some angry comments from our last one. Did you see those? No, I didn't. <laughs> there was some guy who just went off, and I I, I responded to him I was like, "Hey, think about switching to decaf." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's what? like, was this he didn't the even one? Like, on... Listen, he didn't watch. Was this, this the work, from work from home, home one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he started okay, going off I... like, yeah. I did get a, a tweet from uh, one of the guys I think that was involved in that. Um, that was you know yelling at an MLS or doing you know, mad at MLS for making changes. And yeah, he says, I listen to your podcast and this and that. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. go sell a home. Right? So he's just, <laughs> and he's trying to reach out again. I blocked him. I'm like, you know, good Lord. I don't have time for people. People are, are real passionate about work from home, I guess. All right. Well, that yeah. was on the, the MLS chain, you know, making changes and now oh, okay, from home. Okay. they're passionate about a bunch of things. It sounds like. So, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, just to go into the whole, like, uh, Last time I talked about my hair, like I had to go to the skin doctor to kind of make sure I don't have cancer. And it's like, they did all this stuff. It was darkening yeah. up all these tags that are supposed to fall off. But uh, all right. Well, looking at the camera, good, and it's, I'm just getting older, man. It's just Ford modeling agency wrong. online too for you, Mr. Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> I wish these were all cosmetic things. <laughs> getting old things for my gray hair, my skin tags. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I know we don't have a whole lot of time to say this. I think we're going to dive right in. Uh, yeah. And you are coming in hot under the collar, Mr. Robertson. What's happening? What are you? What's on your mind? You know, and I could be the most Pollyanna guy in the world, maybe. And it's just, I, I just, and I, I, I face it in my own company. I see it on Twitter. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just. It, and it's all the same thing. There's just a lot of pes pessimism about the housing market. And I get it, right? Um, but it seems to me that everybody's like, what I get really upset about is just this comparison that they're doing like, well, there's a lot more active listings this year than there were last. Or lot more? Compare, huh? lot more? No, it's, it's well, a lot less, right? Yeah. No, it's more because, you know, it was kind of it was kind of crazy, right? Um, you know, hope, oh, well, I think I mean I I can I'll, I'll put something in the show notes that show. No, nah, man, I new mean, new list new listings are down minus twenty three percent. Active listings are down minus three percent. I think transactions are way down, pending's way down, but new list yeah, listings. Yeah, it might be might be one of those things. But I, what yeah, yeah, I'm anyway, getting yeah, at is, yeah. is comparing comparing anything this year to the yeah. last two years, which. Yeah. Steve Hanley and over at, I think it's KCM has been calling them the unicorn years, which I totally agree with. Right. Um, so there's just the, the, the pundits out there. Uh, Elon Musk just stepped into it. Right. So he's like, you know, Hey, uh, as we've talked about the commercial, uh, commercial real estate is, is, is crashing. And we, we've talked mm -hmm. about that before. 
Mm -hmm. um, with work from home and vacancies and, you know, a lot of these um, debt payments have to be coming up. And when you got no income coming in, that's going to be a problem. And then, but he says, and then housing is next, which, Mm -hmm. which again, I don't know how you conflate those two things, especially when, you know, the stats I see like over 60% don't have a mortgage. A lot of the others have mortgages below 3%. I mean, the Mm -hmm. jobs numbers keep going up. Um, and there's other things you can talk about that, but I mean, when you look at like the last two years, I mean, they were kind of unicorn years. I mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, appreciation was up, right. Sales were up, um, forbearance or, you know, close, uh, sorry, foreclosures were down because of forbearance. Mm -hmm. Um, interest rates were super low. I mean, all this was historic, right. And yeah, Yeah. agent counts were very high too. Right. And, and then you see the latest stuff about like, Agent count being down, sixty thousand agents have left in Q one, which is point six six. Again, that's yeah. that's they're leaving in droves is one of the headlines I saw. I mean, it just seems it just seems crazy to me. And then and then I know for some vendors, you know, you have to kind of you're you know especially maybe larger ones or larger corporations, even the public ones. You got to show they, growth. They, they're, they got to show growth, but they also like, they, they're starting to start thinking about, you know, I think we always do our budgets around the October timeframe, but right now here, you know, the spring selling season's about over. We're going into the summer. We're starting to think about what, what next year is going to be, what we're going to make productions and whatever. And, and I, I keep people seeing people make the same mistake of looking at the last two years and saying, okay, well, let's use this as prediction for the next, <laughs> next sure. year or something. Right. Sure. Um, and it just drives me damn crazy. Um, because, okay. uh, and I, I look at the, I look at that little impish smile on your face. You're ready just to <laughs> smack me down here. No, 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 but, no, um, no, no such thing. No, it's just okay. a question. Sure. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Last two years are, are fucking insane. Right. Obviously because of right. the, uh, of government actions. My question is, okay, then what year would you like to use? I think anything probably, you know, 2017 to 20, I mean, I think is, is probably so maybe a fair pre-COVID. Correct. I mean, this is all due to the pandemic. I mean, if I didn't say that, I mean, that's, that's why, that's why those things were, you know, as everything basically going on right now, for sure. So I guess another way to ask it is, again, so let's put it into context that you brought. The last one you brought up was, I think, really interesting, which is, okay, I'm a vendor, and i got to start projecting for 24. Is your suggestion that you should base it on 2019 numbers? I, I, I guess I would just say, don't, I mean, I wouldn't base anything on the last two years, right? You can make your assumptions on, whether that's going to be 18, 19 or 20, 20 is probably not a good idea, but you know, of what that looks like, um, you know, and then, you know, there's other factors that you have to consider right now for um, that inventory is insanely low still. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we don't know if that's going to change much. So if you're, if you're selling ads, you know, digital ads, they, they might want to consider like there's a left, less inventory to sell there. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's other factors in there. I just, I just, it's mainly more, looking at last year's numbers and mm-hmm. and kind of last two years numbers and kind of like pontificating off of those. Right. Yeah. 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 No, look, I mean, I'm a hundred percent with you in, in the following sense. Like I, and I, I'm not, I'm not in that position, thankfully. Um, but I can only imagine if you're in a tech vendor sales or something in, in, you know, prop tech 
and you have to show 8% year-over-year growth over 2022 numbers, which are absolutely like, you know, come on, fantasy land, you know, unicorn numbers like, uh, like you mentioned. Like there's no, there's no effing way. You know, it's, it's never going to happen. At the same time, I do wonder, and be- before we even get into sort of the housing market thing, I do wonder though, fact of the matter is inflation is a thing. Right. So, yeah, things were crazy. You know, things were absolutely insane. But fact is 21, 22, you know, basically the COVID years, like inflation uh, during those years is up something like 30 percent, 40 percent, 50 percent, you know, over that period. Right. Like. So if your company say, okay, let's go back to 2019 numbers and base it on that, like, yeah, you can do that for your own purpose. But the revenue dollars, the profit dollars you're going to then get in are worth whatever, 30% less than it was in 2019. So how do you, do you not, you're not, you're not no, getting that. that. Yeah. But, but let's, you know, let's, inflation has been going down, right? I mean, you know, and there's, there's consequences. No, there is. I mean, you, it has been, of course it has. Rob, what was it? It's, it was at 11 or something and down to seven or something. It's like now. eight and a half yeah. to five. Well, is, but, that, is that up or is that, is that going up or going down, Rob? It, it's going up. It's not, inflation is not going up. It's going no, no, down. No. What, what I'm saying is the inflation rate you're saying is slower. My point is it's still up year over year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it is, it is, it is, it is historically higher than it, than it has been in a while. I, I'm sure. not, I'm not even talking about history. I'm just saying, let's say inflation is 3%, right? Mm-hmm. What that means is it's still 3% more than it was last year. Yeah. It's not 8%. So yeah, the rate of growth is, is declining, but we're not deflation. It's not like things are cheaper. No, no, but I mean, it, than they were you know, last there year. are, you can agree with them or not because, you know, the, the things that the Fed has done and the country's doing, and, and that's, you know, it's hard to tell the poison from the cure sometimes, right? Well, no, it's, um, it's utter insanity and they're fools, but that's yeah. a whole separate thing, you know? Right, right. But it is, I, you know, there, it is, it is, it is trending, hopefully, to get not. You know, not anytime soon. It doesn't seem like, but to to get a little better, and you sure. can argue with the methods of 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 what's what's happening sure. there. Right? No, no, I get you, and I'm, it's not about monetary policy. All I'm saying is, if you're a company, if you're an agent, if whoever you are, and you want to say, listen, the last two years are absolutely crazy, and I'm I'm a hundred percent agreement. The last two years yeah. are absolutely crazy. I mean, I don't know what you how you base anything on anything based on the last two years. All I'm saying is, if you then say, okay, let's base it on 2019 numbers, which was the last pre pre insanity year right all i'm saying is the prices have gone up so much since 2019 right that you got to take that into account and that's all i'm getting at yeah, that's yeah all I, getting at. I, I see yeah. what you're saying well you know, yeah. there's it's not easy and i you know i i i i'm i'm complaining about this but forecasting and and coming up with that is not an easy thing but mm-hmm. the other part of it is is that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? When, when a lot of these guys go out there and that you, which you would think would be smart guys and they start saying this shit, which has no basis in reality based upon the numbers, then it almost like it almost manifests itself that people, um, you know, it, it believe that and then it's going to yeah. actually happen, right? I mean, yeah. um, and it's, it's very hard to kind of, uh, you know, I see a lot of people out there trying to like, you know, tell people it's like, listen, no, the, the houses are not, the prices are not going down. They've been trending up for the last two months. How, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's like, but if you ask, I think anybody on the street, 
from what they're listing on, you know, on Twitter or TV yep. or anything else, yep. it's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to wait till the interest rates go back down to 4% and yeah. everything and, and house prices go down to 25%. Well, Hey man, you're going to be waiting an awful long fucking time. In fact, you might be dead before that happens. Right. Um, if at all. <laughs> and it's just not a, it's not serving anybody well. And, you know, again, I'm, I, I'm yelling at the, you know, I'm yelling in my pillow a little bit here. I mean, or, you know, <laughs> out, I'm throwing bricks into the grand Canyon, Sure, but, um, yeah, it's just it's 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 insane. it's just insane. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, one thing I do think is important, like the Elon Musk thing, like said, you know, housing's next. Okay, well, the thing about crashes, right, I think there are two, right, and it's it's often not clear which one they're talking about. There's crash in terms of transactions, which is definitely true, right. Okay. And there's crash in terms of price, which is not true. <laughs> and right. I think people mix that up sometimes. You know, like there's no doubt in my mind we have a housing crash in terms of actual transactions, right? Because lots of reasons, right? One is buyers are like, oh, I can't get a mortgage anymore or it's not worth it, right? Um, and then there's crash in terms of price and we're just not seeing that. I, I just don't buy it. You know, even... Even the ones that I have seen, and uh, there's there's some there's some guys who are like these housing, you know, whatever uh, bubble and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, and they're pointing at things like in the West, home prices are down thirty percent. Like, yeah, over twenty two numbers. Like, you look at it, you know, on 2019, it's still way the fuck up, right? right. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the Redfin things right now. It's like, all right, prices, median asking price. Up. And you're just the past two two months, and I'm saying no. Forget the past two months. Let let's just gonna crash, right? Let's say it's down twenty five percent or whatever, you know, from last year. It's still up something like 40 percent since twenty nineteen. You know, so it's yeah. like you know. Well, yeah. Looking at looking at, at, looking at this thread from Byron Lazine, I think yeah, he does another podcast. Forty two percent of homes do not have a mortgage. Eighty five percent of the current mortgages are below a six percent fixed. 2023 trending all time low for new listings. So I think you're right. Yep. I was, yep. I was conflating two things. Yep. 2023 trending all time low for new listings, worsening inventory crisis, right? So yeah. less supply, demand, demand is up. What happens to price, right? I mean, well, but here's what I'm getting at. Like, I think demand, demand is not up. Demand is down. I don't think we can say demand is up, right? Because if you look at like mortgage applications, it's way down. For obvious reasons, people are like, I can't. <laughs> like, no, sorry, you know, I, I can't. And eight percent rates, like, no, it doesn't make any sense. So I think supply and demand are actually just kind of keeping pace, if you will. Demand overall has always been higher than supply for the last ten years. Like, let me put it this way: When's the last time you and I were talking about an inventory glut? Yeah. Good lord. I mean, right? we didn't have the podcast back in the uh, in the great um, in the great financial, financial crisis, right. right? That's the last time. The last time we had anybody in the industry was talking about inventory glut was like right after the bubble burst, right? Right. The last ten years, I don't remember. It's not like in 2016 we're sitting around like, oh boy, there's so much inventory. We're gonna, like everyone's talking about inventory shortage, <laughs> like like for the last ten years. So this isn't. Well, I mean, new. I it's think a, I think right? the the pandemic, Joe, just put a. Of course. Turbo just, charge on that, right? Yeah. Of course. 
Of course, yeah. that's that's and that's been my whole thing about the the COVID thing is like it just accelerated every trend we've seen like, across society. So we've had an inventory problem, and NIR was talking about inventory problems back in like 2015. You know, like so this is gone going for decades. So I don't I don't see it that way. Um, so when you look at okay, what's really changed? What's really changed because of the pandemic, because of COVID? Right. What do you think? What's really changed? I mean, I have a very specific answer for me, but I'm curious what your perspective is. Oh, you're I more think normal. You're, yeah, you're more yeah, rational. More normal. <laughs> Jesus. It's the first time somebody told me that. Um, <laughs> well, it's, well, I it's, think, it's I a mean, comparison. Really it's more it's, normal compared to me. So. I, I mean, you know, I, I know we just had a podcast on how this, this, might, this trend might be over with, but um, what's really changed is culturally is this, I think, work from home thing. Um, in that, when you're talking about work from, what's the H in W R F H, right? That's home. That's real estate, right? So I think that that has definitely um, changed the landscape of of where people can live now, what type of homes they want, um, all that kind of stuff. Now that might that trend might be as we talked about last last week, be kind of have us have a boomerang effect, but. Um, I think that's what that has really that's what has really changed. Yes. Okay. But you know, want to hear what you're saying? Sure. I think what's really changed is we printed forty percent of all U.S. dollars in existence. Right. I, to me, yeah. that is. I mean, what's economically, really for sure, right? Because that is so fundamental, and you know, I've I've done these charts, and you and I have talked about it. When I plot sort of home prices against money supply, it's like an even match. Yeah. So I'm saying prices aren't going to drop until the money supply drops. Money supply ain't dropping anytime soon. I mean, it dropped a little bit. It dropped a little bit in the last, uh, since like Q4, which is why we're seeing housing prices do this. But fundamentally, it's like, okay, we keep we keep printing money. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. So home prices aren't going anywhere. But that increased money supply then leads to inflation, which leads to, you know, shitty economy. It leads to debt ceiling. It leads to all the other things. Right, so I'm like, to me, that's the big thing that's changed. What, what do you yeah. think about the? Um, not, and I don't want to make another bet here, but what do you think? I mean, based upon the jobs report, and yeah. you know, there's still the economy is still crazy resilient to, to all this kind of stuff here. You, th- what do you think the Fed does? I, who knows? I mean, I mean, you, I, I mean, I think you said it was going to either. I, I think I already. Yeah, I know. I think I already owe you one steak dinner, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not betting you know. this time. I'm just like, based <laughs> upon the last two weeks of information that have been coming through, what, what's your thoughts there? I mean, I think at this point, I, I think I, I have to go with they're probably going to raise again. Yeah, God, it's, it's insane, isn't it? I, but here's the thing. They're going to keep raising until they can't. And right. you and I have talked about this a bunch, and I think the real – the real issue, the reason why I feel like they can't keep raising, they have to pivot, because at some point the treasury is going to be affected, right? At yeah. some point, and fundamental to all of this is government spending. Like, you know, Mirren and I were talking about this before the show. It's like, you know, all this debt ceiling drama. I'm like, it's completely. That's not the point, you know, because we can talk about we need to raise the debt ceiling. Why the hell do you need to raise the debt ceiling? Well, because you have so much debt. Why the fuck do you have so much debt? Oh, because you're spending more than you're taking in, you know? So we don't want to talk about government spending. Like, that's the real problem. But we don't want to talk about that. So let's talk about debt ceilings and debt spend. That's cool. Raise it all you want. 
at some point you're going to run out of people willing to loan you money. Yeah. Right? And it's like, fine, raise rates. Now raise rates to 25% a year. Right. And here's my yeah. point beyond that. Here's I'm saying, okay, obviously that affects us as consumers, right? But when that affects the federal government, now what? That's right. why I feel like they have to pivot. They don't. They don't really have a choice. And they could do the trillion dollar coin. They could do the Fourteenth Amendment. They could do whatever the fuck. Like fundamentally, I'm saying, like, cool. There's all this drama. All this, like the fundamental things. You're spending a lot of money that you do not make. Yeah. That. I, and it's, and it's fucking the rest of us. So that's that's fundamentally what it is. Well, and and that's the kind of, you know, and that rhetoric, and I, and I. You know, I got to say, I agree with a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And then just kind of circling back is that, you know, when you hear all this stuff, I think that 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 causes people to kind of start, you know, I hate to say it. It's like, wasn't it like Jimmy Carter was like a crisis of confidence. This country's got a crisis of confidence in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because when you hear a lot of stuff, it affects, you know, how you think and like maybe how you run your business and a lot of the stuff I'm saying, you know, what you're saying may be, may be correct, but on the, the pontification about the market, you know, it's like, Oh, well, well maybe we should be doing these things that mm-hmm. are going to adversely affect. Well, don't make decisions upon things that, that are not true. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, and, and I know this these days, it's really hard to tell what is uh quote unquote fake news and what is real mm-hmm. news. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to solve the damn thing. It's just, I just, I you know, hear what I think are some smart people going, well, no, I mean, obviously the housing market's going to crash and prices. I'm like, what, where, what, where, where are you getting that information? Like, mm-hmm. and when, when, when I, when I kind of go back to them, well, you know, A, B, C, D, and E of these, these facts, um, they, they don't, you know, nobody wants to listen to facts. It seems they got their own their own facts. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the curse of our age, right? Is that somehow, yeah. you know, like it used to be you're entitled to your own opinion, you're not entitled to your own facts, right? Now right. Like you're entitled to your own facts, you know, yeah. depending on who you listen to. If you watch MSNBC, you got one set of facts. You can watch Fox News, you've got a different set of facts. Like that, that probably is um, the curse of our age. Having said that, and, you know, you and I are different sides of things like politically, but here's my thing. Well, some I don't things, even some argue- things, yes, some things, no, right? Yeah, true. Like the way I look at it, I don't even want to even argue about that to some extent because uh, it's funny we're, we're talking about this because last night for some reason, man, I had the uh, the Kipling poem in my head, the Gods of the Copybook Headings, right? And this is a poem that's really about, look, reality always wins. Reality always asserts itself. And whatever you think is fact, whatever you think is not fact, like facts are facts, like you know, and either one side is right, the one side is wrong, but it's going to come down to events. So in a way, it's things like, I don't know, like, and we've talked about this before, especially during the uh, COVID years. To me, it's sort of real simple. Like, we could talk about debt ceiling, money printing, we talk about all that cool. How many chickens were hatched last month? Like, that's that's not a that's you know, like that's not debatable, right, right. right? Like, you know, how much wheat was harvested? Like, again, there's there's no spinning, there's no interpretation, there's no like either there's bread on the shelf or there isn't. Like, either there's gas or there isn't. Right? Like, it's 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 a binary thing, 
right? And I think that's just going to reassert itself. And I think, in a way, that's what we're seeing, right? Housing transactions, going the house, so bring it back to the housing market. I'm looking at it like, look, what are the facts that are really important that we can't, like, we can talk about stats or that, like, okay, but fundamentally, like, how many buildings are there in the United States, period? And like, that's, that's, you know what I mean? That's not subject to a lot of debate. Okay, how many new buildings are being put into place every month, every year, right? Again, that is not, it's not a political thing. It's not, you know, that, right. like, that's just fact, okay? The only thing that matters is how many people want to live under a roof, Right. So right. it's like it all circles back to the things we've discussed on this show a bunch of times, things like demographics, things like employment. Okay, if you have lost your job, you're probably not buying a house. Right? right. I mean, I don't think that's a I don't think that could be debated, right? So, you know, I don't know. So that's I'm with you, man. It's we're living through crazy times, you know. Yeah. We're living and, crazy and, times. and I, you know, I kind of appreciate it's like you know, I don't, it's hard to say like, you know, it depends on your business. What does agent count mean to your business? What does, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what does transact, the number of transactions mean to your business, right? Yeah. What yeah. does, you know, the amount of buyers out there mean to your business? What does, and I'm, you know, I'm talking specifically real estate. What does sure. the amount of sellers sure. out there mean to your business? What does the amount of homeowners need to your business? And, and, and all these things are, are questions vendors and companies within prop tech or organized real estate have to ask their question. I mean, yeah. So you have to look at things instead of like, okay, so what, what are the facts right now? Low transactions, low inventory, yep. Yep. right? Um, you know, so, um, finding a seller is huge. Sure. Right. So can, you know, what can you do in your business that will make product or services that will help agents just keeping it very vendor specific, mm -hmm. help them find sellers, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times um, they're only going to be selling for what, what we talked about before uh, yep. the four D's, right? The divorce yep. diamond diplomas yep. and death, right? Yep. Um, and you know, they're out there. They, they're going to have to transact whether or not, they don't have a mortgage or their mortgage below five, 3% or, or 6%, yep, yep, right? Yep. So, you know, what are the best ways we can find that? Because you're going to make a lot of fucking money mm -hmm. if you can help agents with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and that's not going to matter on an agent count. It's not going to matter on this. It's like, you just got to adjust, you know, how you look at things. Right. I mean, it's, it's there, there's opportunities out there, but listen, if, if, if your business was based upon, you know, a ton of active listings, you're going to have to goddamn pivot. Right. And, and you know, you're going to have to like, uh, and, and, and please don't use the last two years of, of those numbers to kind of make assumptions upon when you're making these changes to, of what's going to happen. I guess overall, that's, that's the kind of message I'm, Look, I'm kind I, of talking I'm about. with you, but there's, there's a danger here of, uh, God, you know, for as long as I've been in the industry, because real estate is such a positive, hope-driven, you know, it's, it's sales, right? And salespeople, you know, you need to have that like, hey, you know what? I'm going to get it. Sales people need that confidence, right? The only thing I'll say about it is I, have, is I felt this from like day one of entering this industry way the fuck back, which is 
we're a unique industry in the sense that we don't dictate uh, the big things like price transaction. We we just don't. We can't. We don't control it. So here's what I mean by that. I I 100% agree. If you're a vendor, you can help agents find those sellers. You're going to make a fortune, and the agents need to go out and you know put in the work. I get all that, right? But this isn't like farming, where you go put in the work, you're going to grow more grass, or you're yeah, going no, to grow sales, more wheat. I wish sales was that that way. Right? You know what I mean? It's like the size of the pie, we don't control the size of the pie at all, right? I do think that part's important. In other words, here's the implication for that. Yes, if you're an agent, you find a vendor who's going to be able to give you that. You can find sellers. You can do those things. Keep in mind, though, you're competing as other agents to do that. It isn't as if there's like this, this hidden cache of sellers or, you know, with this clever marketing spin, you're going to convince somebody to sell a house that they don't, you know, it's not that. It's to your point, it's the four Ds. So therefore, it's about beating out the other guy. Yeah, no, for sure. Right? The, 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 the size of the pie is all macroeconomics. That's all interest rates. That's all money printing. That's all jobs reports. That's all that. And I think there's probably some pretty fundamental shit you got to think about when you, if you think about it in terms of it's real estate really is a zero sum game, right? Every sale you make means that some other agent is not going to make that sale. Right. And it has some real profound consequence. If you really think about it, those terms. So I, I agree. Like, yes, I think if you're an agent on the street, you can't sit around and just mope and be like, Oh my God, the rates are this. And like, that's going to help you. You don't control that either way. Right, you know, you can't sit around and bitch about inventories all time lows. Yeah, you don't control that. Not like none, no one in the industry controls that. The only thing you control is okay. Well, there are a thousand other people going after this. How, how do I get that over the other nine hundred ninety nine guys? I, that's the only thing you can control, right? And that's a, yeah. Yep. So I think it's tempering that to some extent. Yeah. Um, wow. I don't know. I know we this kind of end up being a bit of a short program because uh, you got a hard stop. Um, yeah. Um, it looks like I don't know if there's any takeaway. Out. What's the takeaway? Do we have any any conclusions? No, any I mean it's just facts one? are facts, I guess. Um, you know, check your facts, and you know if you're if you're uh, you know out there pontificating about things, you know, get those facts first. Mm. Um, and if you're planning ahead, you know, let's not look at those last two years as being anything but just crazy town, and right. you know, adjust accordingly. All right. Let's leave it there with the world's words of wisdom from Fab Robinson, everybody. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, one of these days, we do have to do the whole commission lawsuit wrap-up thing, you know, like the oh, whole God. consequences thing. But we, we, don't, we, we want to take our time with that one. So do that. Yeah, I've got an angle on that, too. So I'll, I'll awesome. talk about it offline. All right. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks, everybody.